get it on my page on DreParker.com. Peace, What's up, brother? Peace, what's going on? Peace, peace, peace. Good to have you on, King. I appreciate you taking the time out for me. All right, where's the ball from? Man, man, so if anything, you know, before we get into formalities, I, I do want to say to you, <laughs> yo, that sit your ass down track, that's my favorite right now. No, why? Because it's funny <laughs> not, not only just, just the humor part of it, it's, you know, you're, you're dropping some real jewels in there, you know, stuff people need to pay attention to, and, and that's a good way to get to them. Exactly. It's, it's put a little humor in Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, where are you from? And um, right now, uh, when is your project coming out as well? Uh, my project dropped August 9th, Last of the Gods. Uh, I have uh, two videos out so far, working on the third and the fourth video. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm from New York. Uh, I, I I mean, I can say specifically, but I lived in every borough except for Staten Island. So, like, I'm like a native New York. I lived in Brooklyn, Queens, Manhattan, you know, the Bronx. I lived everywhere. But I was born in Harlem. So I'm saying something. Okay. I don't even really name one place that I'm from. That so makes I, sense. I was Brooklyn two years ago, but I moved to Jersey because I live in Jersey now. Okay. Okay, good deal, good deal. That makes sense. Yeah, anybody that I talk to that says they're a New Yorker says they lived in a, every borough at least once, you know, twice. Some of them. <laughs> no, I just never, just never, you know, lived out there. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So, there's a couple of things that um that I looked into as as far as your work, and I and I'm gonna say again, you know, I'm impressed with it because, you know, you you, you take a creative route, um with your pen game and I appreciate that because you know a lot of uh a lot of artists that you hear now on uh top 40 radio you don't hear a lot of the pen game and that's what I'm here for I'm here for that I'm here for you know giving to the kids so they so that they can process it and giving back to the culture and I I think you're doing a lot of that just with the music itself and um <clears throat> You know, the question I wanted to get into is with uh, what you spitting, you know, the uh, the video from YouTube. I seen you were spe- speaking on um... what you spitting is is that that's from the last album last year. Uh, mm-hmm. The album is called You Think That's Lyrics You Spit. And that song. Right. The song is just asking a simple question like, you know, what you spitting? Like, what is that you talking about? What are you spitting? You know what I mean? Because cats are just spitting anything. They think, you know, you just. The basically to put it this way, now the bad guy is the good guy. Now, when hip hop's you know, gotcha. you know, it was to uplift you, and if you was going through bad stuff, to tell you how to get out of it, and the, all your bad things that you're going through ain't always your fault because you're put there sometime by the system, and that's what hip hop was supposed to be teaching you. And let's have some fun too, but let's not shoot out in the park and get nobody shot and killed while we're doing it. That's hip hop, but you know, now catch is just saying anything. Just to seem the more that dr- drastic, the more dastardly you are, mm-hmm. you know, the, the the more credit you got. Now they got rappers that's making up personas. You know, you, you, right. know, you used to be a truant officer in school, and now you make a believe you was a murderer with the black ops. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, 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 not, and I can see if it was put in the category of drama. 
then you know that everybody that's doing it, oh, it's just like the movies. It's drama. Everybody want to say keep it real while they lying at mm. the same time. Right. And while the kids right. are thinking that's what it got to be. We got to be like this. So we need to go to jail and get some recognition to get some, some respect. We need to get locked up. We need, you know, and, and they really messing stuff up besides just music. Right. That's what I'm basically saying. Right. Yeah, it was a dope track. You know, um, I haven't pulled a, a quotable out of there just for the meaning of it to me. And it was like, um, where is it? Uh, do you think that's lyrics that you're spitting? Yes. Immediately, the first thing that popped in my head was a visual from The Matrix where uh, Lawrence Fishburne bends over and he's like, you know, do you believe that that's air that you're breathing? Exactly. As he as he just dusted them off and knocked them to the ground. Exactly. I was watching The Matrix. And at the same time on my phone, I was looking through my phone at YouTube and somebody had something up there and was saying something real mm. stupid. And I thought that. I was like, wow, you think that's the lyrics you spitting? I'm thinking while I'm watching The Matrix, <laughs> I'm going to use that. And I called the whole album that. And, and I got a title song. But that was last year. So that was the last album in 2008. Album I'm now called Last of the Gods. Dope, 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 dope. That's exactly where I got so, it from. Right. <laughs> so, so as far as that, you, you know, and I and I appreciated that a lot. Um, a, another show that I actually do, uh, we we review a lot of film. You know, old film, new film, stuff that's coming out on on uh, streaming channels and things like that. I can see that, that you're into the same type of a film that I'm into. Um, what do you think is probably your top three films? I don't I don't want to beat you over the head with this. Your top three films. That, so it's got uh, a category now: action, comedy. Like what what genre you talk about? Okay. Um, Let's say let let let's say more aimed to the culture. So, um, it could be a drama. Uh, it, it it could be, I mean, it could be black exploitation. Just just something more. Okay, I'll leave the comedy more geared to the culture. Okay, I'll leave. The okay, comedy. I'll play comedy. I got mad movies and so on. As far as like action, like science fiction, that's what I really like. I like science fiction, dope action movies because it's kind of predicting the future, telling you what's possible and all that stuff. So I kind of like the mm -hmm. Matrix. Uh, I like the whole trilogy, even though some people don't like the last ones because you're too busy looking at action and you're not listening to what they're trying to tell you. You need to hear the whole complete story and just you know, don't watch the bullets flying around. That's not the whole, that's not the whole point in the movie. So, and, right. and they're coming out with a part four. So they, I heard that too. They're working on that right that. now. So that's one of my favorite movies. And I like I like the Marvel movies. Yes. Because as a kid, to make a long story short, I was secluded as a kid. I didn't have, you know, I had a bad childhood. So that would let me escape the situation I was in. And it also had a lot of big words. And I had a dictionary right next to me. So when I couldn't find, figure out a word, I look at a dictionary. If you read comic books, they got big words. Especially right. if you go galactic right. and everything, you have to figure out. So it kind of made me intelligent. You know what I mean? So now when that came out in the movies, I'm really fond of those movies because a lot of science fiction and stuff in it, you know, involved. I deal with reality every day. So sometimes you want to escape and watch some entertainment, you know, that's that's for the good, actually. Instead of always now, everybody the bad guy, everybody's rooting for the bad guy. Everybody's like, yo, let's watch the Joker. The Joker's good. That isn't he a mass murderer? Yo, you <laughs> I don't really want to see a movie starring the mass murderer. 
That's not me. I mean, everybody else. I don't want to see. I don't want to see you. I want to see the mass murderer get killed in, or caught in the movie. I don't want to see him prosper and become Batman's arch nemesis later after he did that horrible stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's just me. That's my entertainment side. You know what I'm saying? You know what? That's funny. Let's talk about that. So everybody rooting for the bad guy. I think what sparked the culture in that direction was Scarface. What do you think? I hate that movie, man. He was Not only was he a drug dealer and a crazy person, if you really watch that movie, I don't think nobody picks it up. He was having sex with his sister. It seemed like that. Know. It seemed like he was more jealous than he was exactly, enraged. Exactly yeah. what it was, dude. You just have to watch the movie correctly and watch the uncut version. Don't watch the TV wow. version. You know, this guy's a horrible dude. So I'd be looking at cats. I know you see it as entertainment. Okay, that's great. But when you read and you start praising right. that dude, you that's the guy? <laughs> Scott <laughs> Al Pacino is a good dude. Won't you won't you praise him? Not the character he was playing. You know what I'm saying? is a horrible dude, man. Your sister. <laughs> That's how you at the end of it. You want to go out like Scarface? Nah, nah not at all. I, I think I think Jada put that in the bar. He he said everybody want to be Scarface until they seen the end of the movie. Exactly. Like, come on, man. Yeah. What, what the hell, man? So I understand for entertainment value, but you're not supposed to go beyond that right. and be like, you know, I want to be like Scarface. And you mention Scarface anytime you say something. And, and I'm like, you know, I kill cats like De Niro. De Niro don't kill nobody. His characters do that. Right. Right. <laughs> so right. anyway. Absolutely. Lost in a persona. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely correct. So if if you were to give... If you were to give some advice to your younger self um, concerning something like that, as far as your view or your lens on the world, what would you tell yourself? Let's say 15 years, 20 years earlier. I would tell myself, don't bang your head against the wall. You are absolutely right. Because mm. I did a lot of banging my head against the wall thinking, am I right about the way I feel? Am I tripping because I don't like the way things are? Do I, the way I see when I have dreams about this is going to happen in the future and it does happen, am I crazy? And I would tell myself, you're not crazy, dude. You, you're right. So just relax. You're right. Just keep doing what you're doing. You're right. Okay. Okay. So, so that was, that, that was a lot of internal warfare. I, I, I think we go through that a lot. Um, you know, uh, as a culture, depending on, you know, how we're raised and everything and well, where we're raised, because everything is an environmental and, uh, you know, I can completely uh, sympathize with you on that, brother. And, um, you know, I appreciate you sharing that. I ask that of a, of a lot of people because I think to myself a lot and, you know, I look and I say to myself, you know what, if I would have known this when I was 19, 20, 21 years old, this would be different. So upon doing that, you know, it's just, you know, a culmination of information to come to a point where it's like, all right, I could take all of these things and do something with it. I'm not a rapper though. So, you know, with me, I just, I build the platform with the music. You know, I, I make music myself just, just on the keys, on the pads and all of that. And I imagine that's what you do with, your songs when you put them out there, correct? Yeah, yeah. I produce most of my stuff. Like once in a while, I get somebody. Like I got Victor Boom Baptist on this album to produce one of the songs. 
And on my last album, my mm -hmm. nephew produced a song just to have not them all produced by me. You know what I mean? I somebody I do that. Correct. You know, not to act okay. like you know I I'm all that, but I'm one of these hip hop artists. I can do basically anything in hip hop. I'm an actual hip hop and artist. You know what I'm saying? I used to break dance back in the days. I could spit. I could write. Yeah. I could scratch. I could produce. You know what I'm saying? I could do that fashion and turntables. I could, you know, so like I can do it all. But sometimes I just want other people in it because you get tired of hearing yourself sometimes. Everybody else like it, but I get tired of doing everything by myself. You know what I'm saying? So, I got you. I've been like that since like day Makes one. Makes complete sense. Mm -hmm. And see, that was synergy right there because I was just about to ask you as far as the five elements, like which which are... Which skills do you possess in that? And you know, you basically, you know, you're five for five, which is, which is dope. You know, with the fifth man graph writing. Um, yeah, I can draw too. What do you enjoy the best? Yeah, I can. What, what, what do you enjoy doing the best? Oh man, I, I, I the, the real thing, I, I enjoy the, the outcome. Like once I've done all that stuff, when it's all put together, that's what I like. I like to hear when it's done, because I'm one of these people. I don't think okay. everything I do is good. So like, I'll do six or seven songs. People are only getting mm. to hear three of them sometimes. I got you. Because those okay. four songs, ah, I'm never, you're never going to hear that song. Or I'll wind up doing something else with them and chopping them into other songs sometimes because I don't feel like, some artists feel like, hey, since they did it, that's it. I'm like, I'm like, nah, I did it, but it don't sound right. Uh, it's something I got to do something different. I got to change that. So I don't really have one that, you know, I don't know. But the first one I started doing was, was spitting because my brother brought like a tape with him rhyming on it one day. I was like 12 and he brought a tape with him rhyming. And still... People was doing hip hop in the park when I wasn't really paying no mind. When I heard him do it, I wanted to do it all of a sudden. And so when he came back like six months later, I already had my own rhymes. I changed his rhymes to my rhymes. And, you know, I was already known out in the park, <laughs> out in the hood, out in Jamaica, Queens. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, wow, what the hell? You know what I'm saying? So that's what I started doing first. Shout out to Jamaica too, exactly. man. Exactly. Everybody over there at one sixtieth in uh, East Van Wick, man. Oh, Big okay. shout out to Jamaica. Not not far from one, you know, at one ten park. Cause I shot my video at one ten park. Mm hmm. That's close over there by King Park exactly. too. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And I shot part of it in Kings Park. So Kings Park at one ten. I shot my video, my first video, Feel the G in nineteen ninety two. I shot my first video there. Yeah, we was from around there. I went to Shima. <laughs> One of, the best, one of the baddest <laughs> high school, junior high schools in the world. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where, uh, for, before I got there, the rumor was that they threw the teacher out the window tied to the chair. Jeez. So imagine going It's like that movie with uh, Denzel. Yeah, you already know that going into <laughs> high school. It's like, oh, come on, bro. You know what I'm saying? Man, so let me, uh, let me ask you, G, what's, um, as far as you doing that, so so your brother was very instrumental in getting you jump started. Now, as far as as far as your neighborhood and as far as what you heard on the radio, who were your influences? Like back then, I know. Um, well, the earliest that, that that I caught on was Paid in Full. You know, around that time, that's when um, that was out. Uh, Kwame still had only you out. He was actually li living in. Well, I think his mom did. I'm pretty sure his mom did around then. But, you know, there was a lot of dope music out. He was just fine until Biggie mentioned him in that song, and that was it. Mm-hmm. You're right. <laughs> so when you're in a high place, 
it's messed up when you say something like that about somebody, you can mess up their whole joint. And the brother wasn't nothing yeah. wrong with the brother. You know what I'm saying? Like the brother ain't never did nothing to nobody. You know what I'm saying? Nah, solid dude. Sol- yeah. Solid dude. Great entertainer. Dope producer on top of that. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't really feeling polka dots, but, you know, he's a good producer and everything, you know. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, family. So so as far as um, um as far as artists back then, I'm, I'm not going to try to, you know, I'm not going to stress you on one of those top lists. I never even made a top list. But if you could say a couple of people that influenced you uh, as, as far as MCs and as far as producers. I mean, you come from the era of the DJ. You know, I was, I was born in the 80s. I was born in 81. So I didn't get the, the, the full feel of, you know, disco and, and, well, not so much as disco, but the disco records for the breaks and, you know, the DJs and the parts and everything. And, you know, I'm pretty sure listeners want to, Get a little bit of history well, as well. Well, like I said, in Jamaica Queens, my brother came and gave me the hip hop tape. I was twelve, so okay. Them cats was out there in the park, uh, in Jamaica Queens, Cipher Sounds, and the Together Brothers, and you know Kid Flash, and uh, Understanding, and all them cats. So I used to watch them, and Kid Flash, you know, used to be on the turntables. You know what I'm saying? Doing that shit behind their back. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Going, mixing fast, another cat come in and, and mix to it. You move out the way, they go in the circles and all that, you know what I'm talking about? So I was amazed <laughs> as a kid watching all that stuff. And I, in my, in, my, in my heart, I needed to know how to do this. So I took my ass in my house <laughs> and took my mother's record player and just started going to town. <laughs> I got cursed oh, out. Man. I got hit in the back of the head. <laughs> but... I learned, you know what I'm saying? I learned the hardest way you can on a record player with the whole, with the stem in the middle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, 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 yeah. right, right, right. You learn real quick. That, all right, but that's a hard way to learn. Cut it the way how so, I want to. Yes. Yeah. So like the next summer, my man True, right, he got turntables for Christmas. And I was the first right. person he came and got. He was like, yo, God, y'all got some turntables for Christmas. And we just stood over there all night, all weekend, every hour. We just spent. And he had, I can remember, it was SLB2s. And they was like the most horrible turntables you could get for scratching because they was they was, they was belt drive. They wasn't direct drives. And they were just horrible. Mm-hmm. But we learned really good on them. So by the time I got on some real turntables, I didn't realize how good I was. I was good. And Caps was like, yo, when you learn how to do that, I learned on some hard-ass turntips. So we learned on, most, like most hip-hop artists, on junky material. So yeah, when you get on yeah. good equipment, you ain't no joke. Right, right. You're absolutely right. I started off on the belts, too. Yep. And you don't learn until it's just like, well, how come everybody else can scratch like that? And I, I can't blend as well. And then somebody's just like, yo, you got belt drive. Yeah, you, well, you got belt drive. I learned how to do it on the belt drive. Like, I was so hard on myself. Yeah. And so when I got on non-built travel, those older brothers, and they let me get on the turntables right. one day. He was like, yo, let my man get on the turntable. I got on the turntable, and his brother got mad because you I outshined him. Grown man, and I'm like a 13-year-old kid. And they had some, they had this song, I don't know how far you go back, they had this song called I Can't Stop. And in the back, at least in the back of the day, they said, kill that shit. I can't stop. Benched, benched. Like fashion shit. <laughs> the same shit that uh Jam Master J and them use on Peter Piper. Right, 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 right. Okay, okay. Song. Now, now I got yeah, the picture. Man. And I was killing that shit. And he's like, "All right, eh, cut that shit off." Like, "All right, that's enough." 
<laughs> well, Try to take his football and go home. Yes, so, and also in cipher sounds, they were making a cipher too. They wanted me down. My man Kit Kit Fly got down with them. My man Mr. X that made I drink old gold back in the days. I was down with them cats, you know what I'm saying? And I even got that brother mm-hmm. on the record right now. So that's how far I went back and got my people. That's real funky. I like that. I like that. And I'm pretty sure, you know, with, with, with just that little just a little piece of history right there. Um, you know, the, the, the people that listen, they appreciate that. You know, there uh, a lot of them around, you know, our age group. Um, some of them aren't though, you know, it, it's, it's a slim, um, it's a slim amount of them, but they appreciate the culture. Yeah. So I appreciate you and I appreciate you sharing that. Um, I have one more question for you, and then I want you to take the floor and promote, if you don't mind. Um, so there was that piece of history with that. As far as production, everybody always remembered this. It's like your first girlfriend, your first kiss. What was your first piece of equipment? My first official real piece of equipment? Oh, I'm trying mm-hmm. to remember now. I think it was a was a it was it was regular it wasn't new no new stuff new the first new thing I actually bought that wasn't secondhand or something was a four track recorder. You know the, okay. the, the task hand joint. Yeah, you could put the cassette tape in there and record and make like a little studio. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing I ever had that was a was brand new that I didn't get from a secondhand store or something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and, and I made the demo tape that I took the beat sent to B-Boy Records that got me signed with Scott LaRock in them. I made it with that. That's dope. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's real dope. <laughs> See, and that right there, that, that was your golden goose. Yep. <laughs> yep. Because Bill Camaro tell you, that's... to hear that, you know, what mm. I had in store. Like, I, he knew what I was trying to do. Because I know what you're trying to do. You just got the four-track, right? I said, like, yeah, you got to understand. You know, I get it. Just put the tape in. And then he let Chris and them hear KRS One and them hear it. And then I had to spit live mm-hmm. in front of KRS One. You know what I'm saying? Just a teenager back then. He stopped me in between the rhymes, like, yeah, that's yo, you good. And that's when Bill Camaro passed the, the uh contract over, and that's how I got signed to them. That's dope. That's dope. That's dope. So so if anything, Bill Camaro and uh and KRS one gave you your first shot. No, not my first shot. I guess first re- signing I got. Like I was doing it way before. Okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like. Okay. Okay, but that was just the. I got you. That's the first. My first sign. First time I got recognized by somebody big. You know what I mean? Because I had did stuff like mm-hmm. contest and one contest and been in contests with like Tila Rock and all of them. Like I was doing it for a long time. I used to be. I used to rap with that female rap group back in the days. Freaking frack. Like I know people, but that was my first oh, big wow. opportunity. You know what I'm saying? And I passed through. But you know what happened? Scott got killed for that. He can't produce for me, so that, that messed all that up. You know what I'm saying? So, and then I was yeah, ready to God bless the sign with, with Jam Master J, DMC, and them brought me in. And DMC was like, yo, Jay, this is the guy right here. He was going through a long process and all that stuff, and eventually something happened to him. So, like, life, people be messing up people's lives more than once. You, you kill a person, his lives, you mess up people's lives that they were just dealing with. You know what I'm saying? So, and people would wonder why yeah. I'm not into gunplay and the gangster stuff and ruined my life. It has took out some of my family members. You know what I'm saying? 
So I can't see myself being like, oh yeah, gangster kill this nick, kill a nick, kill a nick, kill my own people. Really? Why? I can't I can't bring myself to saying stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So other cats can see it, say it or hear it or feel it, but that's just not me. And ain't nothing gonna make me be different because I don't I don't see nothing about we call each other the N-word, talking about how we gonna shoot and kill each other, and you know, a, a bus a cap at each other's daughters for not, you know, like come on, I can't, I can't, that, it don't sound right to me. I'm saying I can't do it. I commend you on that because, um, you know, we need a lot of that in our community. We need a lot of that in the world. In the world. Let, let me just let me just be frank. We need that in the world and every community because when people start standing up and sticking up for others, for, you know, tenants in society like this, I think that that'll create a wildfire. You know, you can only do so much on Twitter. And I'm, I'm, I'm speaking of, you know, the chief of staff right now. Exactly. He can only do so much on there. And, you know, when you attack groups of people, you have to be aware that these groups of people are everywhere. You know, they're, they're, they're the people that make our food. They're the people that farm our food. You know, they're the people to your left and to your right. And if we just put one ounce of just goodness out there you know we, we can get a whole pound of it back exactly instantly and the positive vibe kids pick up on what they hear so if they if they come up of age right. as soon as they start hearing music all they hear is kill kill bang bang kill f this dude i don't care about this guns money plainer that's what they're gonna know and when you try to tell them something different they ain't gonna, they ain't gonna know what you're talking about they don't know that you know so right you gotta each like in back in the days each one teach one we we, we taught each other you know you could be stupid without being taught anything. So don't teach people stupid. Let them just leave people alone if you want them to be stupid. You ain't got to teach people how to be stupid. They can do that on their own. If you're going to teach something, teach something right. intelligent. You know what I'm saying? And grow up. I'm tired of seeing grown-ass men uh, in their 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s with their pants hanging down, talking about my, 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 you know what I'm saying? You're a grown man with kids and grandkids. Grow up. Let the kids have that. The kids running around with their pants hanging down, they're going to do that because we did it when we was kids, did what we want. And we didn't want to hear nothing what the grown-ups were saying. But then when you grow up, you gotta, you need to grow the hell up. Do it the man way. That's why I miss people like Heavy D and them. Because they showed man hip-hop look like. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Heavy D had to have no pants hanging down off his ass. and You know what I'm saying? He, he just like a grown-ass man. You know, that's one thing I can say about Biggie. Even though he was into that gangster rap, he dressed like a grown man. Yeah, yeah, he was fly. These cats dress yeah. like little children, man. <laughs> Yo, what you doing? <laughs> Let the kids have that, man. Well, pull your pants up, son. I, I ain't being a bad guy or or I'm old and out of touch because I don't want to see the next man buttocks. You know what I'm saying? But how about right. out of touch? Right. <laughs> That's not out of touch. That's right. not my preference, man. Pull your pants up, dude. I, I mean, my son, I got grown son. My son come to my house and son, you, you're making a mistake right now. What? Your pants is hanging off your ass. You're not coming in my house like that. Simple as that. Have some respect. You know what I'm saying? And so I think we we, we, we got a lot of punk ass parents in society right now. So yeah. we let our them, elders raised us basically. Yeah, we let the kids. That's do why we do it because we scared to tell them this is wrong. You don't supposed to be doing that. We want to be cool with our kids, like like homeboys and friends. You know what I'm saying? We want our kids. Oh, so we want to still be down with the kids and stuff like that. We need to stop doing that. We need to grow up and pass the knowledge down so they can 
pass it down so they can keep having some knowledge in it too. Everything ain't fun. You got to put some intelligence in there too. You know what I'm saying? Have fun, right. but have some intelligence in that hip hop too. You can't just, it's not just fun. That's how I see it. Nah, you know what? You're absolutely right. It has to be that way. There has to be a balance. Yes. Absolutely has to be a balance. So as far as uh, what you have out now, what you have coming out, um, do you want to promote what you have now and what you have coming out? Like I already told you, I already told you what my favorite is at the moment. I'm going to cop everything. Uh, I have a station that I run on station head as well. Okay. And I'll throw everything you have in the rotation. I appreciate it that That's much. That's cool, man. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that very much, man. I put my heart and soul into these songs. I don't just throw it, as you see, I don't just throw something together. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I'm, I'm going now. Now me and my man Vic, Mr. X, I drink old gold. He about to, he, he want to do an album. So now me and him got some tracks we putting together. We about to do an album together. Dope. Dope. Real dope, man. So you can catch everything on Spotify and iTunes and, you know, every the, the normal place where you find it, G-Supreme, Last of the Gods, that's the new album, the old album, and it's not really old, it's from last year. It's called You Think That's Lyrics You Spit, and you can find all those. I got about five albums all together. Let me go look at all those on Spotify and all that stuff. And uh, you can get them, if you want to get the album for like $1.50 cheaper, go to my regular page, my homepage called dreparker.com slash shop. And it'll be cheaper to get it there, you know, on your funds. There it is. There it is. Hey, man, I I really, really appreciate you spending this time with me. Um, I don't really have anywhere to go. Um, but if you do, I completely understand. Oh, when ready, I dog, did I'm, have. I'm here until you're ready. You know what I'm saying? I'm good. I eat dinner already. Okay. Here till you ready. All right. I, I hey, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate it. So, um, aside from hip hop, what do you enjoy? Do you enjoy? Uh, I, I noticed that you was hitting the speed bag in one of the videos. Yeah. Um, do you train? Do you, do you use uh, the uh, systems like the boss rooting routine and stuff like that? Or you just do your own thing. I've been fighting all my life because, first of all, my father was a black belt. And mm -hmm. uh, uh, Shotokan and um, uh, uh, Hapkido. And my my grandfather was a Golden Gloves boxer. So, you know, as we was kids, they want to see us fight. They want us to fight. They're teaching us, blah, 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 blah. I, I went to karate school. Right. My brother went to karate school. He's got a black belt. You know, I got my belt. So I've been fighting all my life, you know what I'm saying, and I box. You know, on just just to be doing it. So I've been, you know, I'm just a I'm, I'm one, uh, one of those people that likes, uh, what you call it, uh, organized violence. Got you, got you, got you. As long as that guy want to fight and that guy want to fight, I want to see them fight. You know, but if nobody wants to, one guy doesn't want to fight, I'm not that kind of violent guy. I want to see somebody get beat up for no reason. I'm not into that. And in New York, you got to learn how to defend yourself. And when your parents are into martial arts and fighting, you mm -hmm. just wind up learning. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you stay in shape. So I stay I in shape. That's dope. That's dope. That's real dope. Yeah, man. You know, one of one of the biggest killers in our culture is, um, you know, heart disease. Yep. Not taking care. And, of uh, 
yeah, yeah, we 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 gotta find some type of way to you know keep ourselves relevant in life. That is, so that's that's a, that's a healthy workout. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing is the way you eat. So also, my yeah. brother bought the tape home. He also bought me some lessons telling me what's wrong with pig, what's wrong with salt, what's wrong with this. So since I was in my single digits, I didn't eat. I never. I don't eat pork. I haven't eaten pork since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So I don't eat salt. I don't eat. And I don't eat bad. I don't eat white bread. So I've always been like that, you know. So I'm in better shape than I should be, in, I guess. Because since I was a kid, I've been eating like uh, people are just deciding to start eat. Like I don't eat McDonald's. Like I don't eat none of that stuff that just kill you like that. I eat yeah, I a lot more of the vegetables world. on my plate than meat if I if I eat some meat on my plate. Yeah, a lot of the stuff out here now definitely will, you know, with uh, with all the, the, the GMOs and, you know, all the stuff that you hear about Roundup being used yep. on crops and whatnot. Who knows where to go? You know, you can't even go to somewhere like Whole Foods half the time because they have the issue of romaine lettuce everywhere. You never know what you can eat. Yeah, but you can tell when you're eating something that's doing wrong to you and you, you should stop. Because I see a lot of yes, people that yes. and they just won't stop. Like you, some people won't stop going to McDonald's. I hope you McDonald's ain't your sponsor or nothing like that. No, 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 no. I'm not because doing that. Some, nah, some not that. No more liquors. Nothing like that. Yes, no matter how horrible it is, they go. I'm going to eat me some McDonald's. They found out that the same thing that they put in the yoga mats to make the yoga mat shiny on the top was in the McDonald's bread. You think McDonald's changed that shit? <laughs> no. They was like, no comment. <laughs> so you eat yoga mats, first of all, when you go in there. That's not even food. That that that, that glossy thing, that coating. Man, they just feed you anything, man. They, McDonald's is one of the most horrible places on the planet. And black people Yeah, no, nah, I'll take a I'll take a hard pass on that one, brother. Hard pass you know, on that. <laughs> black people will not stop eating there. And, and I'm tired of black people fighting over who got the best chicken. No got the best chicken. Black people, we make better chicken than anybody. Eat your own damn chicken. That's a fact. Stop fighting That's over a fact. who do that best at the store. No, none of them do it better than us. I'm not like a chef or nothing. You ain't a chef. I bet you can make better chicken than, than KFC. Oh, absolutely. You can go right online and, exactly. and, and figure out that the only reason why Popeye's, why people say it's so good is because they add cornflakes. Ain't some bullshit. Yeah, that's it. You know so we, Just cornflakes. We better than all that stuff, man. We can do all that stuff, man. Get off of that chicken line. Stop standing online for two days for chicken and stand online and vote if you're going to stand online that damn long. Agreed. Agreed. I couldn't agree with you more. You know, that that is definitely not something that's, uh, that's a priority. Yeah. It shouldn't have been made a priority. Exactly. All that is is just good marketing. It's a distraction. Mm-hmm. So just imagine later on when your kids is do your kids is grown or teenagers say they're doing something important. And they say, so where was you during the great debate of Donald Trump? And oh, I was on that chicken line getting some chicken. They <laughs> <laughs> can't go stop the crack about you. The chicken line. <laughs> I don't want my kids to be able to get later on and say, my father was sucked. My father spent all his time in jail. They can't say none of that stuff. Mm-mm. And I did it just for that. Mm-mm. So if you don't love your kids, you probably want to do something stupid. It's so important right now, especially um, in the climate of this country, you know, to, to be as close to your kids as possible. It's absolutely possible. 
couldn't agree with you more. I got a three year old, and I'm I'm sitting here plotting to get out of here. Exactly. <laughs> be a role model for them, so when they mess up, they can't say any blame. They can't blame that shit on you. Right. <laughs> right. Be the best version of yourself and make them the best version of themselves. Exactly. That's double duty, man. And try. That's Put double duty. Into it. I hate everybody talking about. I'm just me. Everybody is just them. You know what I'm saying? Put some effort into it, bro. Mm -hmm. Into being a decent person. That's you know right. what I'm saying? Put some effort into it. You know what I'm saying? You got to put effort into it to be a good person. So don't be scared to talk up for yourself when you see something stupid. I've been like that since I was a kid. Like they say, you stubborn. And, and you don't understand. Stubborn is only when you won't do the right thing. If I'm trying to get you to rob the bank and you keep saying no, you ain't stubborn. I'm stubborn because I'm trying to make you do something wrong. So I had to teach people that a few times. Like they don't understand what stubborn is. Stubborn ain't when you when you won't do the wrong thing. Stubborn is when you won't do the right thing. The most righteous moment is when you can say no. Yep. And see that it just shuts the whole situation. Exactly. Down. So yeah. Agreed. That's basically me. And I'm still me and I'm not gonna change. And I, a lot of friends, a lot of family don't talk to me because I'm still the same. It's a known fact that when you're growing up, people older than you at your age put you in a box with who you're going to be later. And when you grow up, if you're not in that box, they don't really like you. You might not even know why they don't like you, but you're not that person that I was talking about you to everybody else who you were supposed to be. You're not that per person, so they don't like it. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What the hell? Nice had a bar on that as well. People hate what they don't understand, fear what they can't conquer. Guess that's just the fury of man. Right. Yeah, I'm not pulling that out of body stuff. I'm just talking off the top of my hair. No, 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 no. It's, it's real. It, it, it relates to a lot of real world situations. Some that it takes people a lifetime to, to realize so that they can break out of that box. Yeah. That's my problem. I realized that as a kid. So a lot of my friends and stuff like that family, they didn't like me. Oh, you mm -hmm. this, oh, you that. Like, yo, dude, nah, you know, I got into trouble the whole nine, but I just never spent time in jail. I never got shot because every time something has happened funny, I'd be like, yo, let's get away from here. I feel funny. Who are you, a psychic? You yeah. a psychic? Man, seven, I leave. Yo, you know, so and so got shot right after you left. Yo, okay, well, I sense that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. A lot of my friends, you talk to them, they'll go, oh, yeah, premium psychic. Like, it ain't no problem. They'll tell you that right in a minute. They'll, they'll tell you that in a minute. Prima is definitely psychic, like, and I, I think I am. <laughs> I can tell you a whole lot of hey, shit. They say, they say the gut feeling, you know, go with the gut, and, and your gut, even as itself, has a lot of nerve endings in it. Trons in the air, and the same way Bluetooth yeah. works is the way that works. There's no wires in Bluetooth. There's electrons in the air that's that's giving infrared information that's picked up, and that's the way the mind works. But when people don't know that, you don't do it. For instance, you ever like, you, if you right. got a wife or something, and she go to the store, you out, and you decide to go to the store, pick something up that you haven't picked up in a long time. And when you get home, she go, you know, I was just thinking with the call, you'll tell you to pick that up. Because mine, when you, you, you already connect got it. with somebody, you can operate like Bluetooth. You can kind of hear each other in the, you know, in your mind. I know it sounds crazy, but it's not. If a computer can do no, it, it's if, not. if equipment that man invented could do it, why can't man do it? We build stuff to to 
reflect us. The computer is a reflection of our brain. A man built a computer because right. that's a brain to the how our brain works. So you see, sometimes the computer just shut down. You what the hell wrong with this computer? And you got to reboot it. That's what's wrong with us sometimes. You can't get something right. You need to rest. And then you come back and go, wow, I figured this out one by one. And I couldn't figure it out a few hours ago. You need, you need some rest. It's like a computer. If you watch a computer, you can figure your brain out. Because that's just how it works. A man built it to work just like a, a human brain. Agreed. Agreed. Cats don't know that. Though. You know what? A, a good segue off of that, too. You know, one thing that um that I read about some years ago was something that puts it in a negative connotation. You ever notice in history when when we learn more about ourselves, we can trace it back to a negative, to a study that has a negative connotation. And what sparked in my mind immediately was the 100 monkey rule. The 100 what? It's this thing called the 100 monkey rule. And, you know, you have people like um, like Darwin and all them, you know, everybody that was that was an evolutionist, basically. Yeah. And this this says some some things that are wrong with, with some of these theories anyway. Yeah. They basically said that with opening a banana, something as simple like that. A monkey in one region of the world can learn it and other monkeys in the other region of the world. They tried to say that that was relevant with human activity. I don't think so. Mother Earth itself is connected with everything. You know, everything that's, everything in the universe is connected, period. And what you're speaking is truth. But the way how it was put back then in so-called scientific studies, they want to try to draw parallels and what they marvel and what's true with primates. I see a lot wrong with this. I seen a post earlier today and I want to share this with you. It was, it was a brother somewhere. It was a brother somewhere in Africa. Okay. And they had a circle. Everybody was sitting in the circle. They had a fire in the middle. Out of nowhere, this one brother just comes and sits down on it. The fire doesn't even bother him. He rolls in it. The fire doesn't even bother him. He doesn't even burn up. Something like that would have a negative connotation in a study scientifically to where we would probably be compared with primates. Once again, that's why they were testing monkeys a lot. You don't really hear about them testing monkeys in laboratories anymore. But you hear about a lot of negative things in the news. I won't allude to it. But we're, su we're such amazing people that we're only identifying a very small percentage of what we can do. Exactly. Because we don't know we can do it. And people think it's belief. No, belief is still doubt. When you say the word belief, it's a still doubt in there. Knowing is the solid thing you need to have to be able to do something. For instance, somebody can't change your mind about something that you know as compared to something mm -hmm. that you think of or you know, you're not sure. Something that you know, nobody can change your mind. Because you know it. That's when something is solid. It's not an if or and or a book. And I think with that thing, what you talk about, the fire thing, is when people know they can do something, they can do it. It's not just belief. You have to know it. 
And I've proved that right. so many times. Like my, I used to tell my daughter, I can be psychic when I want to. And I was talking to her on the phone and she was about maybe 13. And I said, okay, let me tell you this. Right now, you basically are wearing a red shirt. You have on dark blue pants and you don't got your shoes on yet. And she dropped the phone. And she was like, how'd you do that? I said, I just thought about it. Not really hard, but I caught myself. And I, I, I tried to see your face in my head. And I tried to see your whole self. And that's what I see. And I'm asking you if that's right. She said, it's yeah. Mom, did mommy tell you what I had on? I was like, no. I just know that it's possible. So sometimes it can work. You know, you ever had, have you ever been going somewhere and something tells you, so something told me not to go around that corner and something happens? What do you think that is that's something telling you? That's your brain. That's your mind knowing, your brain knows everything. The problem is you believing it and doing what your mind tells you to do. That's how I see it. Your mind has right. all the information. But, you know, whether you listen, you have the last decision. So, you know, somebody could tell you the right thing. Your brain could tell you the right thing. If you don't listen to it, you're not going to always make the right decision. It's a sound you look for. When you hear that voice in your head telling you to do something, one is wrong, one is right. They got different voices. And you get used to the voices. Hey, that's the wrong voice right there. Because I know that voice kind of sounds like, yeah, you should go do it. You know what I'm saying? So I don't listen to that voice. <laughs> I don't listen to that. Well, that was the angry me. You know, I got an angry side that wants to do everything because I'm angry. And then it's the other side. I was like, no, you yeah. want to live tomorrow. You want to live next week. You want, you know, so, and I listen to that part. People don't think that's true. But if you silence yourself, you will hear it. You'll hear it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Some other, some other cultures. Yeah, white people call it voodoo. Yeah, I was just about to say they know they know we can do it and it's a lot of stuff that they've told us over these years to doubt yourself so you can't do it I tell you psychology the things you can do man i'm telling you the things that people can do with their mind but we keep blocking it out with certain foods blocks it out eating bad blocks it out doubt blocks it out all that stuff. Fake religion. Hey, hey, listen, this is your platform right now. You know, I I, I don't have to answer to anybody. <laughs> Somebody got upset. That's the way I like to keep it. Somebody got upset with me because I said, okay, it's either two things. Either God is not omnipotent which you can't blame him because he can't, he can't fix everything. He's not omnipotent, which means you can do anything. You have unlimited power, right? Or he, okay. he's not omnipotent or he don't like black people. Now, somebody got mad at me when I said that. So why would you say that? Because why would an omnipotent being was fear allow the stuff that happened to black people, us to be slaves, us to be the black code, Jim Crow, the, you, you don't like us. You ain't fond of us. Or it's not no man, God. God is energy and a force that allows us to walk, talk, breathe, gravity. That's what God is. It's not a man. You know, it's, it's energy. It's, it's, it's existence. The ability for us to exist. That's what God is in my head. It's not a man. There definitely ain't no white dude. Ain't no man. Jesus was a person. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That had that had uh they said his his ankles were like burnt bronze and his hair was like wool. That don't sound like a white dude to me. Mm -mm. Living in the Middle East, 
that time, you ain't gonna be a white dude. Why you why why your ankles and legs is burnt like bronze? That's brown. <laughs> hair like wool. That's black people. That's my hair is like wool. So and you can be controlled with mysterious stuff and you're supposed to pray to your ancestors. You know your ancestors was here because you here. But when you praying to somebody right. you don't got no witness of, you might be praying to the people that's oppressing you. You helping them, you helping they God, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? So the more we sit around and pray to that, we helping them. So when they shoot us down and we go and hug them because they only got 10 years, something is wrong with us. We broke it. Mm. We broke it. I know I'll be kind of harsh, but I don't be trying to hurt people feel it's just a it's just a mad truth. You know what I mean? You have to be able to see certain things. That's one of the biggest things on the planet. I think this whole religion where they can control us with a mysterious God. Oh my goodness, man. That, that is one of the worst travesties. We sit around talking about Jesus, Jesus, and they shooting us down and murdering us. We hugging our murderers. You know, I, I, you know, hey, you know, and if people don't, you know, don't like me because of that, I'm sorry, because I'm just trying to help. I love my people. No, I get it. It's, it's painful. And you know, when I seen that happen, that hug uh, that you're referring to the Geiger case, I felt that, that that was a black eye. Yeah, man. To the community. Yeah. I, I, I felt that that was a black eye. And, you know, it, it, what you're saying makes sense. And, you know, the only thing we deal with, you know, is, man, is the truth. And, and as people that, that, that are realists, is the truth. And we seen what happened. We seen what happened. Yep. You know, there was no way it could have been hidden. The, the world that we live in now, just imagine a lot of stuff that happened. Uh, what is that tech? Uh, I don't know what the um, the previous mayor uh, in Dallas was, but I mean that's a rough place too. Yeah, that's a rough place for that to happen. Left and right out there now. Yeah, yeah. There was just another uh, female. After, and uh, after, Dallas like, Fort Worth, not too long ago. The killer, look what happened. Some white cop felt it was okay to shoot through somebody's window now. But if they would have took her and gave her life in prison, all the cops would have thought twice now. So the more you get over, the more they feel like, hey, what's the deal? We can get over. Yeah, it's, again, man, like this, this, this is a complete black eye upon our culture. And when it keeps happening... You know, we all knows what ha what happens when something keeps happening, yep. and then it's like enough is enough. I just don't want to see any more people. Period. Well, you know, know what's gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? You know what's gonna happen. I know. I know. I know. Yeah, that's I know. the bad part about it. You know, and and I, I'm one of these people. That I love my people so much that my people be thinking I don't like them the way I talk. But it's like I feel like I, I feel like my people's father. You know what I mean? Like they did Bill Cosby. Right. Bill Cosby's America's dad. And when your father tell you to pull your pants up, you know, and, and stop begging for sneakers when, that you don't need and go to school, you go around and say, I hate him. I wish he died. I wish he died. And that's your father. Because he's telling you what to do. So society has a juvenile type of mindset right now. So when you it's sensitive. It's very you know, sensitive. Yes, when you tell them the right thing, they went, I hate you. Shut up. Well, Cosby shouldn't have been telling people, you know, what to do. You mean he shouldn't have been helping colleges and telling you not to spend your money and waste your money and telling you to be a man and grow up and be intelligent. He shouldn't have been telling you that. So for them to be wrongfully put in jail, like I'm seeing where my people are right now. Like 
Y'all need to wake up, man. Stop, stop being fooled by everything they put out there. Stop doing it. Now everybody's starting to see. Wow. So Cosby is innocent. Yeah, that's what I've been trying to tell y'all. Stop listening to the propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> and then, they, then R. Kelly, you, like, oh, free R. Kelly. No, that dude is wrong. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. Yeah, he's been on camera. Yeah, don't get I mean, it twisted. All the black people ain't right. <laughs> so be able to the details and say, R. Kelly is wrong. Cosby ain't do nothing to nobody. They trying to get Cuba good. He ain't do nothing. You know what I'm saying? They, you watch them. You can tell who's right and who's wrong. Just got to look at it. Stop going along with everybody saying right on YouTube or Facebook. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. They even try to get some white guys that's innocent. The dude from The Walking Dead, The Talking Dead show, they tried to get him too. He ain't do nothing. His ex-girlfriend come out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when we was together, he, 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 we had sex a few times and I didn't really want to do it. Go get him and put him in jail. Oh, you, <laughs> oh yeah, they're they, 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 they trying to get Hawkeye too. The guy, Jeremy. They're trying to get... Yeah, 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 his wife. What you know, trying to are? say that, that you know he's always coked up and all of this, and she was sending pictures of his, you you know, of his joint to the lawyer, saying wow. that he's a sex addict on top of yeah. Wow, yeah. see how they be doing? Just try to destroy yeah. you, man. And like, yo, some of these women that was with destroy your whole character. Wrong. He raped them. He raped them, and then next year, next month, she bought him a sweater. Listen, bro. <laughs> Listen, bro. I'm not trying to. You might. You can blank this out part if you want to, but it's a little bit detailed. She said that Cosby. Nah, anally, speak your truth. He said he anally raped her, but the next month she bought him a sweater. You know, I, I don't believe in violence against women, but that's one woman I would like to smack the hell out of. You know, like really, really. So that's what you do to somebody that does that to you. Buy him a sweater. Stop playing. Y'all know you're lying. Y'all know you're lying. Y'all want to, y'all was down with all that. He wanted to buy NBC and all that stuff. So y'all got him. So now, Tyler Perry, that y'all been laughing at all this time, calling the buffoon, done bought the biggest movie studio in existence. Yeah, and put Spike Lee's name on one of the wings. He put, He's not even mad at he him. He got 12 wings and got everybody in there. Oprah, Winfrey name, Sidney Poitier, yeah. Will Smith. Yo, y'all can't laugh at that brother in the wrong way. He knew what he was doing. Some of you catch them yeah, up there. Yeah, he took his lumps. And be doing it for negative reasons. You know what I'm saying? That man did that to build what he had, and he helping us. He ain't got to be your That's favorite right. artist. You ain't got to like the Medea thing. But look what he doing. You know what I'm saying? And how come Eddie Murphy That's right. can dress like a woman, and, and it's funny, but when he did it, all of a sudden, you try to call him gay. He's telling you he ain't gay. So what's the problem? You know what I'm saying? James. Yeah, yeah, and Jamie Foxx that nobody really said anything. And see, Jamie Foxx came out again on a TV show called um, White Famous. Um, I forget the brother's name. I'll come back to it again. But he did a skit on there where the joke was the one guy that was coming in had to put on a dress just like him. So they were making fun of it because they're just like, basically, you know, we're successful already. You know, if we do something like this, you know, we already know that we can just be like, all right, just for that, I'm going to charge you $10 million. On top of the 100 you already paying me. Yep. So he got his own. And, that's what we- and we're going to put, and, and a lot of the times, like Marlon Wayne's even said this in an interview, that he writes stuff in. They'll give him a script. He'll scratch it out, write his own stuff in there. 
and usually writes rewrites the majority of his part of the script and other people's. So they have a big hand in a lot of this. Yes. They know what they're doing. Yeah. You know, I'd just rather see us have our own too. So we can't have this excuse going, oh, I did this movie because that's the way white people tell you to do it. No, you got Tyler Perry Studios now. They said it's bigger than Paramount and Marvel and uh, what you call it, put together. So nobody don't got yeah. no excuses. Oh, yeah. Yep. Nobody don't got no excuses. So you you black, you got your films, you want to film in a black studio, go buy, go, go rent some shit from Tyler Perry and stop complaining about white people all the time. You gotta, you gotta know <laughs> there it is. You know, you buy it from white people, you spend all your millions with white people, so spend it with some black people too. You know? There it is. Every there time is. you buy something, white you people know. get money. <laughs> Everything you and just to just to circulate one dollar. One dollar yep. just through a neighborhood. Yeah. We're we're in we're in the red. It doesn't even come back. I told my wife she was tripping. I said, think about how many times you get taxed. Okay, I do a job. I get a paycheck, they tax it. I go and cash the check, the check cash in place tax it. I go home to get on the train, they tax it. I go buy food, they tax it. You understand? So when you break it down in your whole life, you probably made about thirty-five dollars clear. When you think about it, <laughs> every time you go buy and that's, tax, and that's probably a fair valuation. Yeah, every time you spend money, tax, 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 tax. But but the government complains, and you know, power that be complains about how things are, why people are un- unsettled, and 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 when you do figure out this country is great, and that means you've given up. They beat you up, and you've given up, and you're just gonna just sit, go along with anything they they freaking tell you. You, you lost. If you ain't got some kind of argument with the country, then you lost. You're just part of the, you know, I call it land room. Back in the day, Star Trek had this episode where this planet was being controlled by some god called Landro. And when they broke the wall down, it was just a machine, a computer they had put there a thousand years ago. <laughs> and they was going by the same law. That was them trying to tell you how they, they go by religion. And it's just so old. It wouldn't even fit right now. We don't we don't mess with frankincense or myrrh right now. None of that is relevant. <laughs> they said, take yeah. me to the bastard. Yeah. You know, we, we, <laughs> like it was uh, yeah. <laughs> the place behind Willie Green's pizza. Exactly. We talk about that stuff. <laughs> we go in the church with poom poom shorts on, the pants hanging down. Oh, man. You know, if, if you're going to do it, do it right. Like, I'm not one of these people, like, if you believe in that, oh, you're an idiot. No, 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 no. That's your business. I'm saying I don't believe in that. But if you believe in that, do it right. Don't let me see you coming from church and then next thing you know, you got your pants hanging down talking about hitting this chick over here and you want me to respect what you're saying. And I'm not doing that. Dude. You, no, you don't believe it. Right. So live I'm not going to make believe I believe it. Yeah, live your truth. Yeah. Absolutely. Live what you believe. I'm not going to down you for, but I don't believe in that. And don't, don't, make, don't try to make me believe in it. Don't bring up a conversation unless you want me to tell you what I believe. You know what I'm saying? But I, I don't go around <laughs> like, you know, just believe what you want. Whatever keeps you from shooting people and killing people, you can believe what you want. Yeah, and that's that's a good way to have it. That's a good way to have it. All right, G, I appreciate it, brother. Um, you know, anytime you want to promote something with me, let's hook it up. Let's set it up again. If you got something as far as music, um, you got my contacts as well, shoot it to me. I, bet. Uh, I put together mixes every so, you know, once in a while. 
got the radio station. I'm automatically plugging your music in there. Let's stay connected. That's peace. All right, because I'm me and MC Shan trying to think about doing this video, so I'll be doing a lot of uh, uh, interviews about his song, with, with me and his song, so I'll probably hit you up. We're about to promote that. All right, I dope, dope, dope. That sounds good. That'll work. That'll work. All right. I'm looking out, brother. I appreciate it. All right.